You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackey Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to help women all around the world create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School podcast. It is wonderful to be back with you for another episode of the show that teaches you everything your mom never did about getting dressed. Before we get into today's topic, I just want to mention that if you're listening to this episode right when it's released, we are on the cusp of the holiday season. Black Friday, you know, the biggest shopping time of the year is right around the corner. It is like a week from today. We have an amazing Black Friday offer coming out next week that you don't want to miss. So make sure that you are following us on social media and that you're on our email list. I'm going to put the links for both in the show notes, both um, wherever you're listening to the podcast, as well as on our website. But I'm just crazy excited for what's coming, and I hope that you are going to love it. All right, that is the shameless plug for the day, and now on to the show. One thing you probably don't know about me is that I am obsessed with the Golden Girls, the TV show. I love it. And one of my favorite things about the Golden Girls was Sophia's back in the day stories. Do you remember? Picture it, Sicily, 1923, right? If you don't remember the Golden Girls because you are too young to have experienced the Golden Girls, I'm just sorry that you missed out on that amazing cultural moment. Go watch it. It's fantastic. Anyway, today I want to take you on my own little audio walk down memory lane, Golden Girls style. You ready? Picture it. Macy's, 8.55 p.m. You're sweating. Your hair is frizzy and your eyeliner is melting. You hate everything you've just tried on and you've started down the rabbit hole of hating the way you look, hating your body, and let's be honest, hating life in general at that moment. A voice comes over the loudspeaker and says, Good evening, Macy's guests. The time is 8.55 and Macy's will be closing in five minutes. Please bring your purchases to the closest register. We will reopen at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Thank you. Even though you haven't found one thing you like, you're willing to pay anything not to be naked at tomorrow night's event. You choose the least offensive piece of clothing, spend way more money than you normally do on clothes, and head home exhausted, frustrated, dreading the event, and wondering if you should Google how to fake a burst appendix. Friends, if you can identify with that little story, if you had that, oh yeah, I've been there feeling in the pit of your stomach, you've done what I like to call emergency shopping. If you've been around the everyday style world for a bit, you know I'm not a fan of emergency shopping. But it happens to everyone once in a while, even me. Even with the best of plans and intentions, emergency shopping happens. So today, we're going to talk about how to make those last-minute, stressful, I-have-nothing-to-wear shopping trips more successful. I'm going to talk about what emergency shopping is and why it's a problem, and then I'm going to give you some practical, actionable tips for avoiding the Macy's scenario that I just described. I want you to end up with clothes you actually like and will want to wear again. Then at the very end of the episode, I'm going to share a few quick trips on avoiding emergency shopping, not getting in that situation to begin with. Why am I putting those at the end? Well, because telling you how to avoid the problem 
when you're already in it feels a little bit luxury and judgy. And you know that I don't do that. If you are literally in the car listening to this episode, driving to Macy's because you need something to wear tonight, telling you how that you didn't have to be in this predicament isn't really helpful and seems a little mean. So we're going to put those at the end. We're going to get you taken care of. If you are in this situation for this weekend, whatever, we're just going to tell you how to fix it. By the way, it is no coincidence that this episode is coming out in mid-November. The next six weeks are the epicenter of emergency shopping, when we have the most need or the most opportunity to get dressed for things outside of our normal routines. For some of us, this is really good news. Yay, woo! A chance to wear all the fun, pretty, special things that would look a little out of place at like the grocery store or the office. For some of us, though, this is not good news, not even a little bit. Getting dressed for the holidays fills a lot of women with dread for the simple reason that a lot of us don't own anything fun or pretty or special or festive, whatever you want to call it. Back when I was a one-on-one stylist, I got so many shopping emergency calls during these six weeks that I started offering just a few days of mini shopping sessions to help my clients find just one special outfit. And those days were always booked, always, because when it comes down to it, a lot of us just don't have something that makes us feel like we want to feel for these special days. So if you're in the first group, the people who are ready and excited to get dressed for the holidays, I want you to listen to the episode anyway, because emergency shopping will come your way at some point, and this will help you be prepared for it. If you're in that second club, the ones who are dreading this, hang on, sister, I got you. This episode is going to help take the stress out of last minute speed shopping. One little caveat. Emergency shopping requires in-store shopping. If you're someone who lives far from any store or you need special sizes, whatever it is, pay close attention to the tips at the end because if you need something the day of the event or the day before, there's like no help coming for you. You're going to have to go to a store for this one. Okay, let's get into it. First, what is emergency shopping? Well, if you haven't figured it out by now, it is the last minute. I have nothing to wear. Do we really have to go? Can't I just stay home? Shopping trip that every single woman has done or will do at some point. Why is emergency shopping a problem? A few reasons, a couple of which I've already mentioned. First, emergency shopping is expensive. When your back is up against a wall, budget usually goes out the window first. I always joke that you're willing to pay anything not to be naked. And you know what? Spending more than you'd like isn't always a bad thing. But the second issue with emergency shopping is why it being expensive is a problem. The things that you buy on these stressful last minute trips hardly ever turn out to be favorites. In fact, they're often one-time use outfits. I hate the idea of women spending a lot of money on something that won't get worn. You know, I think that you should invest your wardrobe dollars on pieces that you will reach for again and again and again. Emergency shopping is the opposite of that. The last issue with emergency shopping speaks to how we feel when we don't love how we look, which is, to put it plainly, not great. We don't feel great. When you go to a dinner or a party or someone's house and you hate your outfit, It simply isn't as fun. You feel uncomfortable. You feel self-conscious. 
Special events are meant to be special things to look forward to, not things you dread. And I guarantee you, even if it's like a work party or somewhere you don't really want to go, when you like the way you look and you have a wonderful outfit, you have more fun. You stop looking for ways to get out of it and start thinking of it as a place to show off your fabulous outfit. It's a change in perspective. Again, obviously, in a perfect world, we would just avoid emergency shopping altogether so we wouldn't have these issues. But since I don't live in a perfect world, and I'm betting you don't either, let's talk about how we can turn the end result around and like what we buy, not break the bank, and maybe, just maybe, wear the outfit again. I'm going to share five easy tips to help you achieve that result, and I'm going to share them through the lens of my last emergency shopping trip, which happened last November for my anniversary dinner. My happy place is the Marjorie McNeely Flower Conservatory in St. Paul, Minnesota. This is the place from the time I was a little girl that I had always dreamed of getting married. I just love, love, love this place. You can check it out in the show notes. I'll, I'll throw a link up there. Anyway, last year, they had to reschedule their Valentine's Day dinner because of COVID, and it happened to be rescheduled to November, the night of my anniversary. And since we didn't end up getting married there, my husband surprised me about a week before with tickets to the dinner. Great. But after not going anywhere for a while and being a different size, I didn't have anything that felt special. That week, I was I was just having a crazy busy week with work and kid stuff, and I ended up having to go shopping the day of the dinner. Yes, that is the definition of emergency shopping. When you are like, how much time do I have to get ready before we have to leave? That is emergency shopping. So here are my tips. This is what I did and what I think you should do as well. Number one, this is important. Before you leave your house for your emergency shopping trip, head to your closet and find something you could wear. And I hear you. I hear you saying, but Jen, I don't have anything to wear. That's why I'm going shopping. I get it. I hear that. But hear me out. When you find something, anything you could wear, it takes the pressure off even a little bit. Like it's always easier to find a job when you already have a job, right? Same concept. So go in there, find the best of the worst if you have to. I get that it's not what you want to wear, but just do your best. Find something. I went to my closet and I pulled out my old trusty black knit swing dress. It's a dress I've worn for speaking engagements, my grandmother's funeral, church, you name it. It's not really exciting at all. And frankly, it was feeling a little bit dated. It has since been donated. And it kind of just felt like I was going to work, not out for my 17th anniversary in a place that was incredibly special to me. But with tights and booties and a pretty necklace and a fun jacket, it would work if it had to. Just go in your closet and find an if all else fails outfit. That's all we're trying to do. We're not trying to find the perfect outfit. We're just, it's insurance. That's all it is. My second tip is to bring good basics with you. You know those things that are like building blocks of your wardrobe that kind of go with anything? If you have one of those, if you have like one half of an outfit or something that could be turned into an outfit with a fun piece, bring them to the store or better yet, wear them if you can. The reason for this is that you think you're going to be able to find like good, simple black pants or a plain top in the stores, but we all know that when you need something, you're not going to find it. It also saves you time if you can wear it 
or even bring it. You don't have to hunt for more things just to try something on. It's really quick. It saves you a ton of time. You can just be in and out of the fitting room. So I brought a, a cream fine knit sweater that I love. It's not really exciting on its own, but it fits well and it has potential. It can do a lot of things. Tip number three, this one is so, so, so important. If you take nothing else away, this is your successful emergency shopping gold nugget. Ready? Remember your outfit formulas and shop those first. If you've taken our signature style course, you know all about outfit formulas. You know how to find yours. If you haven't though, the basic premise is that we all have go-to formulas or uniforms that we like to wear, that we feel most confident in. So for example, if you're a person who loves to wear dresses, when you're emergency shopping, look only for dresses first. It's really, really difficult to be successful when you're trying to dress like someone you're not usually. It adds another layer of difficulty and overwhelm, and it increases the chances that you're never going to wear what you buy after the event. For example, I'm not a skirt person, so I wasn't going to waste my time looking for trying on skirts. Start with the formulas you're likely to have success with. Now, if you don't know your formulas, start by asking yourself, do I prefer dresses or separates? If you prefer separates, ask yourself, do I like to wear pants or skirts? Now you have narrowed it down to a direction and you're not bringing everything under the sun into the fitting room. You all know that I love fun pants. That is like my signature. So the first thing I did was to pull all the fun pants I could find. Emergency shopping is not a time to explore new styles and silhouettes and like become a brand new person. And if you can't find fun versions of your outfit formulas, look for better than basics that can be dressed up with accessories. Accessories are often so much easier than clothes to buy in a pinch, and they can do so much for your outfit. So if you're a dress person, find a slightly better than basic dress and just do it up with jewelry and shoes. You're going to feel like yourself, which is really, really important. Number four, when you find something you like, buy it. Even if you want to keep looking or do better, just buy it. Listen, when you've got all the time in the world, it is perfectly reasonable to say, eh, I'll keep looking. And if I don't find something I like, I'll, I'll come back and get it. Great. Fantastic. A normal day, that's a great strategy, but not when you are emergency shopping. If you like it and it works and it fits, buy it. If you have extra time, keep looking and return the first purchases, but I guarantee you're going to be really, really glad that you have that first insurance purchase. A caveat here is that you must try things on. Don't just go from store to store collecting things that you like that could work and hope when you get home that you've got something to wear. No, ma'am. Successful emergency shopping requires you to try things on. It's a few extra minutes Wear shoes that don't require a lot of like fuss, you know, lace-ups. Like if you can slip something on, even better. You want to make it quick and easy for yourself. Please trust me on this. When I did my own emergency shopping, the first place I went was Target. It's the closest store to me that sells clothes. It's on my way to the mall. And you never know, Target's got great stuff. The first thing I tried on was a pair of gold crushed velvet wide leg pants that fit perfectly. They were super comfortable and they were like $25. I was in and out of the store in less than 10 minutes, knowing that I could wear them with my cream sweater. But I wanted something that maybe was even a little bit more dressed up. 
So I went to the mall, Macy's, ironically, and found a fabulous sequin cardigan. I found a metallic boucle sweater. I found a couple of really pretty blouses that could all be paired with like black pants and ankle booties or heels, which I did have in my closet. So when I got home, I had four or five outfits that I was excited to wear. I decided to keep the things that I would wear even if it wasn't an emergency shopping purchase and return the rest. Tip number five, last but not least, buy everything you need from head to toe. Do you have accessories? If not, buy them when you're out. Do you have the undergarments, shapewear, hosiery you need? Do you have the right shoes? Do you need a handbag? Think through your outfit entirely and don't go home without all the necessities. This is not the time to say, you know, I bet I have a pair of shoes that that would work. Or, you know, I bet I have black hose in my drawer somewhere. Nope, just buy them. Return them if you end up not needing them. I can't tell you how many times you remember what you have differently or what you have doesn't quite work. So luckily I had everything I needed except a non-workish handbag, but I had grabbed a little clutch at Target, just on my way out, I grabbed it. So I was good to go. In case you're wondering what I ended up wearing that night, it was my own cream sweater and the gold velvet pants I bought at Target, my own accessories and shoes with the Target clutch, of course. I spent about three hours on my emergency shopping trip, which included travel time, but I could have been done in under 20 minutes. And I have worn those gold pants a ton with a graphic tee and sneakers and dressier tops with sweaters. My total purchases for my outfit that night totaled $45. So it was 25 bucks for the pants and a clutch for $20. That was it. I did keep one of the Macy's sweaters. That was around $50. I've worn it a few times, so I don't regret that one either. Coming into the holidays, it'll probably come out again because it is metallic. So, you know, it was, I don't regret that. All right. You know what though? I enjoyed the heck out of my anniversary dinner. It was wonderful. I would have enjoyed it anyway because this place was so special to me and my husband is so wonderful, but it was even better in fabulous pants that got a ton of compliments that night. People were walking by our table and like, I love your pants. Where did you get your pants? And you know, as a woman, you love to go, oh, Target, right? Like that's the best thing to say. Anyway. Before we get into how to avoid emergency shopping, I just want to recap really quick how to do it successfully without any stories. Just tip one through five. Here we go. Number one, find something that you own that would work. Find the best of the worst. It's your insurance. Number two, wear or bring your basics that could be turned into a great outfit with another piece. You're going to save a ton of time and probably save some money. Number three, shop your go-to outfit formulas first. If you're a dress person, shop the dresses first. If you are a pants person, shop the pants first. This is not a time to become someone you are not. Number four, when you find it, buy it. And you must try it on. That is it. Hard and fast rule. Number five, think through everything you need and buy it all before you go home. Of course, the best plan is to avoid or minimize emergency shopping as much as you possibly can. So I want to leave you with just a few quick thoughts on how to do that. The first thing you got to do is understand that your closet should get you dressed for 95% of your life without crying or emergency shopping. If you find yourself in that stressed out Macy scenario more than like once a year, it's time to look at your wardrobe and make sure it matches the person you are today. A lot of us forget to reevaluate who we are style-wise, body-wise, lifestyle-wise until we're faced with putting together an outfit and going somewhere. 
Emergency shopping should only happen when you're getting dressed for something outside of your normal routine. If you're struggling to get dressed for the things you do regularly, start there. Then when you get an invitation or you find out about an event, just think about what you're going to wear right then, right when you get it. You don't have to go to your closet. Just think about it. I am sure there are people who have surprise weddings and surprise holiday parties and let you know the day before. But let's be honest, they're really not that common. Most of the emergency shopping requests that I got were for things that had been on the calendar for months and months and months. So when you get an invitation, just think to yourself, what would I like to wear for that? And if your first thought is, I have nothing I'd like to wear for that, shop sooner rather than later. The closer you shop to the event, the less likely you are to be successful, even with my super helpful tips. Finally, make sure your wardrobe has a couple of staples that can work for just about anything that you're excited to wear. The LBD or the little black dress is on every wardrobe must-have list for a reason. Now, I no longer own a black dress, as I shared in my recent episode on my Epic Closet Purge, but I do have a navy dress that I love that could work for just about anything. When I was helping women rebuild their wardrobes one-on-one, I used to recommend two go-anywhere dresses, one for cooler weather, one for warmer weather. Make them basic enough that you can wear them over and over by changing out accessories, but special enough that they work for, you know, specialist things, kind of as special as you get, right? Like I don't feel the need to have a ball gown in my closet because we don't go to balls. So I don't need two of those, but I do go to a nice dinner every once in a while, or, you know, maybe the theater, things like that. Make them go kind of the most specialist place you go. Now, if you're not a dress person, have a couple of skirts or blouses. You might not wear these insurance pieces often, but you'll be really glad you have them when you need them. I want you to look forward to special days and special occasions rather than dreading them because you don't have anything to wear. As my favorite quote from Diana Vreeland says, it's not about the dress, rather the life you live in the dress that matters. But if you don't have a dress or the pants for the life you want to live, this is a problem that's pretty easy to fix. So make sure that your everyday wardrobe reflects who you are and make sure that it's ready to go just about anywhere that you go. That's it, my friends. I hope you're not heading into a season of emergency shopping, but if you are, I hope these tips will help you do it successfully and will help you avoid it in the future. Don't forget to head over to Instagram or Facebook. Make sure you're following us for our Black Friday holiday deal. You can find us on both platforms at Everyday Style with Jen. That's all I got. I will see you next time. Until then, stay stylish. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to head over to our website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during this show. Go to youreverydaystyle.com and click on podcast to find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our weekly emails. We won't spam you, but you will get style tips and links to some of our favorite products to help make it even easier to love the way you look. You deserve that. 